Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Well, good afternoon. Welcome back once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Thursday. And folks, we made it. Draft day. It is here. No, 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 no. Not that crappy movie with the Cleveland Browns and all of that. No, no, no. Not not that. The real NFL draft day. Excited to talk about that with you today as we will lead you up until the NFL draft coverage. Full coverage, of course, here on 1700 KBGG throughout the evening, keeping you up to date with CBS Sports Radio. A lot going on. Should be a lot of fun this evening. And, well, we talked about it really over the last couple of weeks. Smoke screens. What can you believe? What is truthful? What are the things that are out there that are real? You wake up today, or maybe it was late last night, you made one final look over, watching a little sports center. Flipping through Twitter, whatever it might have been, and you see Mitch Trubisky, number one. Thought we had this thing figured out. Uh, not so fast. It is coming in hot and heavy. And as we talk here over the next three hours, there will be different rumors out there. There will be different things that pop up that will maybe leave you scratching your head, wondering where it's coming from. That's part of the fun, right? But that's what makes this day so very exciting. Miles Garrett, for months now, he's been the guy. He's been the guy. Now, maybe not. What are the Browns going to do? It does kind of play out <coughs> a little bit like that crappy Kevin Costner movie, though, doesn't it? Unbelievable. We'll get into that a lot today. We got Tad Haslip stopping by from the Sporting News here in about 20 minutes or so. We will talk with him, get the latest update on that. He'll be joining us today. Popped by, saw Danger up the hall. You guys know he's a big NFL fan. He's going to stop by. We'll talk with him about the draft. We'll talk about all the moving pieces that are out there and get into that with him a little bit later on today. So plenty on the NFL draft. We'll talk about the locals. We'll talk about what are the Bears going to do with three. And maybe we'll have a little fun, do a little mock draft of our own. I'll throw out some theories. Hey, it's all guessing. In the end, right? That's all this is, is guessing. If I hit a couple, good. If not, that's all well and good as well. What kind of trades are we going to get? Isn't that the most fun component, too? I mean, just the craziness of this day, the wild part of it, but you couple it with, all of a sudden you get a trade. You got teams on the clock. The Vikings missing their picks a couple of years. Oh, boy, that still cracks me up. Drafting Christian Ponder, there's another one. Well, the Vikings aren't in the first round. What does Spielman do, though? Does he make a move up? He's a guy that's done a lot of wheeling and dealing in past years. What about the Packers? As they sit there, didn't do a whole lot this offseason, really outside of bringing in uh, Martellus Bennett. There isn't a whole lot that they did this offseason, even after Aaron Rodgers asked them to do it. Are they looking skill position? Many people believe they are not. They're not going to go with the running back with their selection, that they're looking a little bit deeper. So we got a lot of speculation today. A lot of fun, Chiefs, Bears, Vikings, Packers on the Midwest scene and just everything else happening nationally as well, and we will get into that. But the big story here of on the local front has been a conversation piece over the last couple of weeks, and it's what's happened with Iowa State basketball recruiting. 
as we go into this spring period, Iowa State, as we know, has four open scholarships. They had four open scholarships. They have filled one of those spots after they pick up the transfer from Virginia. Shayok, who will be able to come in next season, he will have to redshirt and then have one season of eligibility after that. They were very happy getting him, guy that they had targeted early on. But the news that comes out yesterday, late in the day, number one junior college player in the country, Shakir Justin, makes his commitment not to Kansas. That was one of the teams early on that was speculated about. That changed with the commitment of the two Memphis kids, along with Charlie Moore, a talented player from Chicago, went out, played for Kwanzaa Martin at Cal, put up some decent numbers last year, a volume scorer, if you will. Iowa was heavily involved with his recruitment coming out of high school. Iowa State was uh, for a while as well. He goes out there, though, plays for Kwanzaa, and well, after Kwanzaa leaves, he looks for another destination, and he ends up at Kansas. How did he get to Kansas? I'll let your mind imagine and speculate all you want, Cyclone fans. But this one stinks. I mean, you think UNLV, at least for me, UNLV, it was the program of my youth. You all have teams, I'm sure. You grew up a Hawkeye fan, a Cyclone fan, a Panther fan, whatever it is. Maybe you're one of those goobers that gravitated towards a national team. You know, the people that never stepped foot in Michigan that love the Wolverines. I grew up with two of those morons growing up, including one of my best friends. He finally saw the light of day after we got into college and, and moved off his Michigan love. But you got the people like that. You know, the Kansas basketball fans, those people, are maybe the most annoying group at all. I like Duke basketball and Florida State football. Well, it depends on the period you grow up, but you also have teams. And that team for me was UNLV. Now, I grew to despise UNLV after 1987. That's when I first saw what UNLV was. You had Freddie Banks out there. Iowa loses to them in the lead eight, blows an 18-point second-half lead. We've talked about this before. I, I don't need to rehash old wounds here on a Thursday afternoon. But the team with Larry Johnson, Anderson Hunt, Stacy Ogman, oh, so much fun to watch. And since then, they have gone through a lot of trying times. But throughout that time, they've recruited very well. Just haven't had a whole lot of success. Lon Kruger got them up running pretty well. Remember, right before you and, uh, you and I beat Kansas in the round of 32, they had to get by a very talented UNLV team in that first round. And that was a very good game. Came down to the wire. You and I got it done against the running Rebels. That one NCAA tournament game, though, in a decade. And when you lose... You lose to UNLV, it stings on the recruiting front, especially when you're selling the things that Iowa State can sell, the success that they've had, six consecutive NCAA tournaments, the runs that they've made in the NCAA tournament, what they've done in the Big, Ten, Big 12 tournament, all these different things. The home environment. You go to a home game now at UNLV, pick your seat, get something up or after, you can move on down. You flip on a late-night game on CBS Sports Network. That's where you see a lot of Mountain West games anymore. It's not the raucous environment it was when Tarkadian was there. That is for sure. And you have Hilton, and you have that to sell. It does stink. But Shakir Justin will not be coming to Ames. He's moved on and made his commitment to UNLV. So what does that mean next 
for Iowa State. They're still looking at the grad transfer market. There's still some names out of there. But this was the crown jewel. This was the one where you felt if they got the commitment of Justin, then we're talking about not just an NCAA tournament team, but a team that maybe can take a step forward from that. Now it's back to the drawing board. And now we're kind of back to almost the square one of where we are because of the only commitment you have in Shayak, guy that won't be eligible to play next year. You go back and you got to see what are we going to do? What fifth-year guys are we going to bring in? Is there another Juco or two out there that we can nab? Do we look at the high school route? And do we keep going down our board? You know, Michael Jacobson was a guy that initially early on there was some talk out there that he'd absolutely like to go to Iowa State. Well, it sounded like he was down on their list. Well, with some players saying no now to Iowa State, what does that mean for Michael Jacobson? A possibility maybe there will be an opportunity for him. Ed Morrow comes on campus this week. Another guy not going to be eligible excuse me, to play next year, really changes things. This was the one. This was the one that you were hopeful for if you're a Cyclone fan. If you can land him, it's really going to change things. Uh, another name out there, a new name coming in for a visit next week is Jeff Beverly. Uh, comes from Texas, San Antonio. This is from Alex Halstead, our man over at CycloneAlert.com. And averaged, uh, averaged 16 points, six rebounds. Kind of a beefy. He's a football guy. A football guy. Elijah Brown, we've talked about him a lot. He made his visit a couple weeks ago. He's still looking at Oregon, Gonzaga out there. He's a West Coast guy. You wonder how that's going to play out. They've had a lot of success. They've had success with these kind of guys. It's about finding the right ones, finding the guys that are going to fit in there. Your backcourt looks great. You're feeling really good with Lyndall Wigginton back there and Donovan Jackson. Up front, Solomon Young, another year. Cameron Lard, what is he going to impact you still need a couple more pieces. This one, though, certainly does sting. Feel for you on that one, Cyclone fans, no doubt about it. 515-264-1700. That's the phone number to get involved with the show here today. 515-264-1700. Got some day baseball going on today. A little East Coast action. The Marlins and the Phillies, followed by uh, Atlanta and the Mets. They're both starting things up here today. But... Uh, start with, uh, with those things. Let's, before we get to that though, take a look back at yesterday and we will take a look back in case you missed it. It's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing in West Des Moines. Hey, it's a time where you got to get it done. It's chilly out there and, and that's, why is it so dang cold? That has not been fun over the last two days. Not at all. It has been absolutely ugly, ugly weather the last couple of days. If you're in the market, though, maybe you have something small. You, you look up at the ceiling. You see that little spot all the time. You know you got to get it checked out. You know it's something that you have to do. Make it happen. Call Wolf Construction Roofing today. Give them a call. Get things on the right path. Reroof. It's a big job. Wolf Construction Roofing will do a great job for you. Call BJ Bengard today and get set up with that. Let's go first to Pittsburgh. The Cubs looking to finish off a sweep of the Pirates, but all oh, those Pirates, they had different ideas. That's a fair ball. Extra bases for Goslin. Josh Bell's going to come around third. And he'll score standing on the double by Goslin. 
Goslin with the double, an early lead for the Pirates as they go on for the 6-5 victory. Hold on and get the win there. You know, uh, John Lester talked about it just a touch yesterday, and I am not a sabermetric guy. You know, I, I'm not somebody that sits there and going to deep dive into numbers and analytically break things down. I think that you need to be a little bit more in-depth. You have to have a little more breadth to you. When you're looking at numbers, you can't strictly just look at batting average, home runs, and RBIs. You do, it does help to go a little bit deeper. On base percentage is a big one. OPS, those are things. I don't get much past that. But John Lester, on the other side as a pitcher, doesn't have a win this year. And the way that still to this day, and I thought this would have changed going back four or five years ago when Felix Hernandez finally won the Cy Young I think he had 12 wins. I think he was 12-9. and nine. But it's still a metric that is so widely used in measuring how good a starting pitcher is. Look, a guy could go out there, throw a complete game, throw nine innings, give up no runs, and not get a win. There, there's so much that is out of their control. Wins it is such a specific, small, minute part of the way to measure things. Well, yesterday... Even though he came in winless, it wasn't good. Lester historically hasn't been a great starting pitcher at the beginning of the year. He's done certainly a lot better job of it uh, this season until what happened the other night, last night. But overall, Lester, you're fine, right? No worries. Now it's the Red Sox this weekend, and really looking forward to that series. Cubs, Red Sox, the long droughts that have been broken now over the last decade. It is going to be, I think, a lot of fun. A fun series for the end of April to kind of Get us back rejuvenated with the baseball scene and looking forward to that. The Cubs off today as they make their way to Fenway over the weekend. Let's go next to another team looking for a sweep. Didn't work out very well, though, for the Minnesota Twins. The Twinkies down in Texas, one game, one, three to two. Had a little bit of help coming their way. Game two, dominating fashion. Miguel Sano was outstanding in it. Get out to a 2 nothing lead yesterday but couldn't hold on. Hector Santiago, who is going to be going uh, on the bereavement list, and not too good for him and not too good for the Twins. Down 3-2. The Rangers make it more with Elvis Andrews in the sixth. This ball into left field, base hit. Two is in. Here comes the Shields. He is safe. Boy, not many guys would have scored from second on that ball because Rosario charged it and fired a strong throw to the plate. Fortunately, it was Delino flying around third base, and he snuck in there with a head. The win there for the Rangers. They're able to salvage a game out of the series. Still the Twins take two out of three down to Texas. Got to feel good with that, even if the Rangers aren't playing their best baseball. And we roll from there. We finish up with a little NBA last night. Washington wins game five to take a 3-2 lead over Atlanta. Then Boston, Chicago, and, and quite the first half. Impressive first half. I thought out of the Bulls, played well into the third quarter. Things started to get to get away, and then the meltdowns that were happening from Dwayne Wade just kind of getting a, a chippy technical foul with about five minutes left in the game. He's coming over. He's hollering at a couple officials. Later on, Robin Lopez hit with the foul, and then he's clapping in the ref's face. And after the game, Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, Fred. Now, remember the quote from a couple games ago that we talked about 
was just a bad look, right? It was a bad look. Talking about Isaiah Thomas, he put the caveat in there about what he's going through, all these different things, yada, yada, yada. Still, uh, just didn't like the look. He was asked again about it. Asked about it again. Treated a little bit differently here after game five. Uh, Joseph Pavone, WEI.com, and Causey Street blog. Fred, did you see uh, Isaiah carry the ball at all in this game? No. <laughs> That's it. Fred's done. No. Walk out. How good was that? Uh, oh, Freddy. Freddy Hoiberg, a little perturbed after that one. That was a case you missed it presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Fred uh, put a smile on my face. He didn't have one afterwards, but at least gave me a chuckle last night in the postgame press conference. We'll come back on the other side. Going to start getting back into the NFL draft. Tad Haslip's going to be here from the Sporting News. We'll talk with him. We got Ken Silverstein today. We'll talk a lot of Big Ten with him, some Cleveland sports as well with the Cavaliers get into the Cavs as they get ready for the winner of that Hawks-Wizard series that we just talked about. That comes your way, 140. We got uh, coming by Jason Foster. We'll talk some baseball with him. Danger's going to stop by in the 2 o'clock hour. It's a busy one. We got you covered all the way until 3 o'clock today. An NFL Draft Edition of Jimmy B and TC. We're back here in a moment. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Tone Spices is hosting a job fair Friday, April 28th from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the Courtyard by Marriott, 2405 Southeast Creekview Drive in Ankeny. That's Tone Spices Job Fair at Ankeny's Courtyard by Marriott, Friday, April 28th from 1 to 5. To you, it's a bedtime story. To a toddler, it's security. To you, it's a hug. To a kindergartner, it's the world. To you, it's cooking. To a third grader, it's caring. To you, it's listening. To a teenager, it's loving. Making connections with the kids in your life helps them grow up feeling safe and secure, which helps fill our communities with compassionate people. And that makes us all stronger and healthier. Learn more at becauseconnectionsmatter.org. Brought to you by Prevent Child Abuse. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, 
and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoyne.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services with then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment not return on other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, we're back at it once again here. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. We'll take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. And, of course, the NFL Draft. This evening, a lot of excitement, a lot of rumors, a lot of rumblings. It seems like it's... Changing every minute what you're hearing. Tad Haslip from the Sporting News is here to uh, help us maybe make sense a little bit of what's going on here as we lead up to the draft. Tad, how you doing today? Uh, doing great. As you said, just kind of working through all these rumors. And it's just all kinds of stuff floating. I mean, the draft process is so absurd. It's so long. Now you get up to the final hours, and it's just kind of just all hell breaks loose. And it's, it's honestly, it's hard to keep up with. Yeah, it is, and that's, that's kind of how I felt today as I was getting ready for the kickoff of my show. You know, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, what did I miss? Did I miss anything? If I say something, is it going to be wrong in 10 minutes when I actually take the air? That's kind of where we're at at this point, and 
so much of it is you got to figure out where is this information coming from? Is it from the players' camp? Is it from an agent? Is it a team? Is it a team leaking something because they want something else instead? There's just so much that you have to sift through. It's almost at the point where feel confident about what you've thought about, what you've read, what you've researched before. Don't let all this uh, minutia happening around you right now kind of sway your thinking. You're absolutely right, and this is a different topic, but that's why I think the draft is way too late in the year. I think it should be a lot closer to the end of the season before a free agency. That's a different topic, but uh, our, our scouting contributor, Eric Gazzo, who who's in the in Philadelphia for the draft, he's he does a great job. He's all over this stuff. It's a year-round thing for him, the poor guy. Um, but he has said that this, to him, and based on who he's talked to, I mean, he talks to team sources all the time. He's really plugged in. This is the most unpredictable draft maybe ever, certainly within the last five to ten years. There's no doubt about that. So when you're hearing all these rumors, all these reports, you know, maybe they're smoke screens, maybe they're not. Because of all that, plus you have a really deep draft, there's not any consensus top one, two, three, four, even five picks. None of the quarterbacks are, are can't-miss prospects. You just got a, a lot of stuff out there, and you, and you don't know what's true. You don't know what's not. Uh, and really, even the experts, Eric Gasso is, is, is as much of an expert on this stuff as you can get. You know, he's been relatively consistent with his mock draft over the last couple of months. But even he says, look, you know, none of this is going to be accurate. i got to be honest with you. I mean, no one really knows what's going to happen. No one even knows what the Browns are going to do with the first pick at this point. For a lot of the process, everyone just assumed it was going to be Miles Garrett, pass rusher out of Texas A&M. Now it's in the last couple of weeks you hear that Mitchell Trubisky at North Carolina is – is just as likely as their choice at number one. It's hard for me to believe, but but that's what you're hearing out there. So really, until eight o'clock tonight, it's anybody's guess. You know, you could talk to ten different people and get ten different opinions on how these picks are going to play out. Uh, that's just kind of how it is, and it's been more the case year after year when teams, you know, start to put out these smoke screens and they realize that that's kind of an interesting strategy, especially in a draft like this where you know there are so many good prospects. Anybody could go to any team. So the conversation over the last 24 hours has been more and more about Mitchell Trubisky, the possibility of him going number one. Are we really going to believe this, or in the end, is it going to be <laughs> Miles Garrett going number one from A&M? I really, really want to believe that, that the Browns will do the right thing and, and take Miles Garrett out of Texas A&M. There's also a report out there that they made their decision weeks ago. Uh, if that's the case, uh, I, I I assume that's Miles Garrett. Of course, like I just said, you, you can never be sure, not until 8 o'clock tonight or a little bit after when the Browns turn in that pick. Um, so I, I do think Mitchell Drabisky will be the first quarterback taken. Uh, now the question of which team takes him, that's, you know, that's still to be determined. Now there's been some rumors that the Browns could go ahead and draft Miles Garrett at number one. Now remember, they have that number 12 pick. Uh, they could trade up further, uh, further into the top 10 uh, maybe to secure Mitchell Trubisky to make sure, you know, another team doesn't, you know, kind of sneak up there and snag him from underneath him because he is rumored to be their number one choice at quarterback. Deshaun Watson also makes sense for them, but they believe that he'll be available later in the draft. So if that's the quarterback they want, there's no need to trade up back in the top ten to get him. They think that they'll be able to maybe even trade back to the middle of the first round in order to draft Deshaun Watson or really any other quarterback they like. I've heard they uh, coach Hugh Jackson at the scouting combine really liked Davis Webb out of California. He also really liked um, Josh Dobbs out of Tennessee. Those are guys you can get in later rounds more than likely. So, you know, if the Browns do like Trubisky, they're going to have to draft him in the top ten. They don't necessarily have to draft him with that top pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and predict that they don't. I'm going to go ahead and say they'll draft Miles Garrett just because, in my opinion, that's a smart thing to do. 
He's a consensus top player in this draft, in a draft that is filled with a lot of good players. Uh, and, you know, the Browns of all teams should know it's not a good idea to take such a chance on a quarterback who's only started, I think, what, 13 games? Yeah. No matter the potential they see and no matter what they think he could turn into, they've been down this road before over and over again, about 26 times since 1999 <laughs> to be exact. And uh, it's, it's just not, a, in my opinion, not a smart road to go down again. You mentioned Josh Dobbs. I've seen Josh Dobbs play quarterback a lot over the last so oh, three plus years at Tennessee. Josh Dobbs using a second rounder, even a late first rounder. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> I think it, I mean he's he's just grouped into this this cloud of doubt. Not only with these quarterbacks, but this entire draft. I, I personally like Josh Dobbs. I think he's a good player. I think he's accurate. I think if you go back and look at, and you said you've watched a lot of him, I'm sure you know his film at Tennessee. A lot of drops, you know. There's just yeah, a lot of true. weird things that happened in his games. Yeah, and I, I think he's a pretty accurate quarterback. He's a very intelligent guy, and you would think he'd be able to pick up an NFL offense really quickly. He mm-hmm. seems, and I don't know him personally, seems like a, an ultra competitive person. Uh, he's an intriguing prospect. Now, a couple years back in the Teddy Bridgewater draft, you know, none of those quarterbacks were highly coveted, but a lot of them ended up sneaking into the first round, especially at the end of the first round. I'm not saying Josh Dobbs is going to have that kind of thing happen to him. Maybe he's a second-rounder, but he's the kind of guy who's a really intriguing prospect who hasn't been talked about a lot. And the more you, you have guys like Patrick Mahomes and, and Mitchell Trubisky who don't necessarily have the body of work that a guy like Joshua Dobbs or Deshaun Watson has, you see those guys with their stock being raised simply because of potential. Well, with Josh Dobbs, you've seen it to an extent. You know, you've also seen Deshaun Watson succeed against NFL defenses. You certainly saw that with Josh Dobbs in Tennessee. To me, he's a good prospect. I think he would be a solid second-round pick. He could sneak into the first round. I haven't seen that mocked anywhere. I haven't heard any rumors about him getting into the first round. I can't say it would shock me, but in that sense, it would, simply because I haven't seen it mocked anywhere. You know, uh, the quarterback position, it it always is going to gain a lot of intrigue just because they're names that even casual college football fans uh, know for the most part. Deshaun Watson, I'm struggling with people that that some of the knocks that we're hearing against him does it just come down to people don't believe he has the arm strength to to throw that 20 yard out on a rope is it is it as simple as that because boy you're talking about intangibles winner showing up in big moments he has the things that I certainly look for and I think he's going to be a successful quarterback at the next level I'm with you on Deshaun Watson. In fact, if I were a GM, he would probably be the number one quarterback on my board. Now, I don't, I haven't gone through these player interviews that are kept private, and certainly there are things teams can learn out of those interviews or personality traits you can get that you might covet over others. But with Deshaun, I mean, the primary knock to see on him is, is A, he threw a lot of interceptions in college. That's not a good thing. That either speaks to accuracy or decision-making or both. And those are both very important traits for the NFL. Uh, and also just, just – and this – kind of is the case for all of the quarterbacks in the draft, but the offense Deshaun played in, you know, in the NFL, you have to throw guys open, right? You don't yeah. throw necessarily to open receivers like you're able to do in college in whatever system you're playing. in. That's why a few years ago when Jameis Winston came out, he was just a no-brainer as the number one pick, not necessarily just because of the way Florida State's offense was run, but the way Jameis plays, he's a little bit of a risk taker. He threw guys open all the time, so you could see how he would translate to the NFL. It was the same way with Andrew Luck several years back when he came out of Stanford. With Deshaun Watson, he's throwing to open guys all the time. Now, whether he can make those throws, I, I, he probably can. I, I know he made some bad decisions. He wasn't totally accurate all the time. Um, but not only that, but you haven't necessarily seen him throw guys open. And if you can see that, that makes you a, a can't-miss prospect. And you can't really see that in any of these quarterbacks. And Deshaun falls right into that group. So 
it's kind of a combination of factors, but you're right. I mean, you have the, if you want to call them intangibles, he has the leadership. He has a proven ability to, to play well against top defenses. I mean, he dominated an Alabama defense twice, winning one of those games. Um, so, I mean, you've seen it. You have the proof, and you have more proof with him than you have with any other quarterback, which to me is why he would be at the top of my board. But you still have those questions about accuracy, uh, you know, about decision-making. And, you know, with all quarterbacks in any draft, you're not going to know exactly how that's going to translate to the NFL until he's actually in the system learning the playbook. And, you know, with the best quarterbacks, they pick it up in the first few weeks. I always go back to the Russell Wilson example. They draft him in the third round with no intentions of making him the starter. They had just signed um, a, a Matt Flynn to an enormous contract. And uh, within the first few days of practice, they're like, oh, well, I guess he's going to be our starter. This guy's incredible. You know, you don't see that until the guy gets to your team. So you know, maybe Deshaun's a guy like that, maybe not. That's just kind of one of those wait-and-see things. Talking with Tad Haslip from the Sporting News as we look inside the NFL draft coming up this evening, round number one. Uh, let's go to pick three. The Bears, one of our local teams here, they're sitting at that spot. It's been uh, more quiet than usual out of the Bears camp. Uh, I saw yesterday Ryan Pace uh, talked about that they feel comfortable with three players, three names that they like right now, I believe is the way that he put it at this point in time. Do you have a good feeling what the Bears are going to do and and which way they're leaning at this point in time? And is a trade a possibility? A trade's a possibility not only for the Bears, but for a lot of teams not only picking in the top ten, but in, in the first round. I mentioned this is a really deep draft class, uh, for particularly for defensive backs and pass rushers both of which are positions of need for the Bears. So, you know, that, that said, it wouldn't be a shock to see the Bears move back, get some extra picks, and try and get as much talent out of this draft as possible. I don't think that would be a bad move at all. Uh, but with Chicago, they're, they're kind of in a um, – it's, it's a good but bad situation. It's bad in the sense that they have a lot of needs to fill. You know, it's not a great roster right now. But there are so many good players at the top of this draft that they really can truly go best player available and fill a need. It's very rare that you can meet both criteria with so high in the draft with such great players, and they have a chance to do that, whether a Solomon Thomas falls to them or if it's a Jamal Adams outstanding safety out of LSU uh, or even a cornerback. I've seen Marshawn Lattimore picked them a couple of times. He's a great player, could be an impact player for the Bears for a very long time. So uh, I, I've talked with, you know, living in Charlotte, I've talked about the Panthers a lot over the last month. They're kind of in the same boat. They might trade back because they know that there's a lot of value in this draft. They also have a lot of positions of need, so there are a lot of different directions that they can go, and they all would be good picks, so kind of a good problem to have. Let's jump on next to another local team. The Vikings are without a first-round draft pick. We've seen Rick Spielman do a lot of wheeling and dealing in years past, a lot of different things that he has done. They sit with the 48th pick. Uh, the Vikings running back has been a position talked about. We know they still need to do more work along that offensive line. Uh, the Vikings, can you see them making a move tonight, or is it going to be wait till Friday night before we hear from the Vikes? Wow, that's that's a very good question. The, the Vikings have been quiet, too. You know, you yeah. haven't heard a lot about them. And, and, you know, running back makes all the sense in the world because there are several running backs that could fall into the second round. Uh, Dalvin Cook, one that has some off-field issues. We know the issues with Joe Mixon. I don't know that the Vikings would, would go down that road, but he's a guy who most expect to slip at least into the second round. Alan Kamara out of Tennessee, great player. There are a lot of running back options. If the Vikings want to stay put and go that route, I think there will be some good backs that can fall to them. You know, I, with the whole Teddy Bridgewater situation and, and not picking up the contract for 2018, 
potentially him becoming a free agent next year, and then they're not very confident. It doesn't sound like, at least, they're very confident in uh, his ability to come back from this injury and be the guy he was. That said, do the Vikings, I mean, you have to ask the question, do the Vikings think anything of these quarterbacks in this draft? Right. Because if so, you might have to trade back into the first round to get the guy you want. Now, we said they've been very quiet. A lot of teams have been very quiet about these quarterbacks. So for all we know, maybe there's like five or six quarterbacks these teams really like. We just don't know about it. Maybe the Vikings are one of those teams that just randomly trades back into the first round. It's similar to the Bridgewater pick a few years ago and, and snag somebody. Now, who that is, I don't know. Maybe like a Davis Webb out of Cal you've mm-hmm. seen as a little bit of a late, late riser. I don't think they'd be able to trade up high enough to get a Patrick Mahomes or, or even a Deshaun Watson, but – you know, they're, you know, it's just it's an interesting unknown quarterback class. And for a team who is not anymore set at that position like we thought they were a couple of years ago, you know, maybe that's the route they take. Maybe they wait a year and, and, and see what happens with Sam Bradford and maybe dip into the quarterback class next year if they're not going to go with Teddy Bridgewater. But, again, another team, especially offensively, that, that has some holes to fill. Um, but, like I said, it's also a deep position group of wide receiver as well as, like I said, running back. So there are a lot of good players who could follow them if they stay put. You know, you're looking at quarterbacks, and this is one that confuses me. Coming into the year, it felt like Brad Kai of Miami was going to be a guy. It's going to be a first-round pick. It didn't have a great season, but overall, you look at the physical tools, they appear to be there. I mean, a place like Minnesota, if he's sitting there in the third round, you got Bradford for another season. You're not sure what's going to happen with Bridgewater coming back. That one makes a ton of sense. You don't have to worry him playing right away. And a developmental guy that certainly has some upside, you'd figure, still in his game. It's worth a shot as long as it's back in the third round. I don't think he's a guy you would want to trade up for. Certainly not the mm-hmm. first round, maybe not even the second round. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if you're Minnesota sitting back there in the third, that's getting to the point where you ask the question, well, what do we have to lose? Uh, you know, so Because you know that that's going to be an issue not only next season, but the season after that and the season after that if you don't address it soon. So, yeah, I mean, you're, anytime you can draft a, a quarterback, especially, who has the potential to become a franchise guy, you're going to get him on the cheap. Uh, so it's, it's usually worth a shot, especially when you get in the second, fourth, or excuse me, second, third, fourth round. And Kaya fits into that perfectly. I, I'm, I'm not his biggest fan. I think you mentioned the physical tools. He has all that. Uh, he's a tough, tough player. Um, I would question his decision-making a little bit. Kind of like Boston, he's not the most accurate guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't too, too successful. He didn't really lead that Miami program anywhere, even though he had multiple chances to do it. I'm, I'm talking him down. I don't, I don't mean to do that too much. But <laughs> if, if you're Minnesota in the third round, it, it, to me it's a logical pick. All right, Tad, uh, let's go over next to the Packers, who didn't do a ton, brought in Martellus Bennett. That's it. <laughs> Ted Thompson, uh, his standard way of doing things. He's not going to bring in many free agents, no matter what Aaron <laughs> Rodgers says. Uh, they do bring in a, a veteran guard. I saw they got a contract with uh, Javari Evans, maybe taking over for T.J. Lang as they let the Pro Bowl guard walk there as well. Uh, the Packers, what do you expect them to do? Well, we know they're going to take a defensive lineman somewhere in the draft. I think they've done it all, all 12 years of Ted Thompson being there. But at 29, there's been speculation running back, but that seems more national speculation. Inside Green Bay, it sounds like they're not looking for a running back at 29. What do you think is going to happen? No, Green Bay is kind of in the same boat with, with the running back, considering they can probably get solid value in, in the later rounds. Uh, and, you know, that's that, it's going to be a rotation of running back no matter who they get, mm-hmm. uh, because I know they want to work in Ty Montgomery a little bit more. I mean, first of all, in free agency, I, I don't know how this Martellus Bennett signing is going into the radar. Like, that's huge. I know Aaron Rodgers wanted to get Jared Cook back, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he's a, he's a great player. He's going to be a difference maker for them next year. So 
offensively, you know, as long as you have Aaron Rodgers in the huddle, I, I'm not too, too worried about who they have at the running back rotation. You know, it's no secret the biggest issue on this team is it's the defensive secondary, particularly cornerback. You know, if, if, if Green Bay wants to draft for need, uh, which they don't often do, but in this draft it's possible because there aren't a lot of great cornerbacks in this draft, but there are a lot of great pass rushers. So maybe they think they can get a defensive lineman or even a linebacker in the later rounds. A, a name that I've heard mocked lately, not and this he's kind of been a late riser, although I'm not sure why, is Adoree Jackson out of USC. Dude's an incredible playmaker. I think he had like seven or eight punt kick returns for touchdowns this year, and, and he's, he's an insanely talented defensive back. And who does that make you think of for the Packers? Charles Woodson, right? Like, yeah. I mean, their, their glory days in 2010, I mean, that's the kind of player Charles Woodson was. Uh, and I know he was in more of a safety role at that point. But Adoree Jackson is such a versatile guy, not only on defense, but he can help you so much on special teams. And, and let's not discount how important field position is in the NFL. If you have a punt returner like Adoree Jackson, the difference, you know, he, he, I think he averaged like 14 or 15 yards of return in college, which is crazy. Um, that's the difference between starting a drive on the 35 and midfield. You get Aaron Rodgers the ball at midfield more consistently, that changes your offense, too. He's the kind of impact player I think you could pick up late in the first round who, for some reason, hasn't had a lot of talk about him. And you've also heard Jabril Peppers uh, mock to the Packers several times out of Michigan. Probably the same type of impact. That between the two of them, I'm more of an Adoree Jackson type of guy. I think he just has a more defined role, and I think he's just simply more of an explosive player as a returner. Uh, but... I think that's the direction the Packers should go in the first round, uh, be, just simply because the other positions they need, running back, defensive line, linebacker, you might be able to find good value in later rounds. Finally, uh, our last local team down in Kansas City, the Chiefs sitting at 27. There's been speculation, the quarterback of the future, depending on maybe who falls, uh, possibly being at that spot. They need help at inside linebacker. Derek Johnson seems like he's been playing for about two decades. Uh, he's still kicking around, but <laughs> but they need some help inside there with the defense. Uh, what are you targeting? What do you think the Chiefs are going to do tonight? So in, in Eric's final mock draft, which published today, he projected one trade. He actually does project trades in his mock draft. And the trade was the Chiefs moving up with the Browns number 12 in order to draft Patrick Mahomes, oh. who obviously would be the heir apparent. To, yeah, exactly. Who obviously would have replaced Eric, or, um, excuse me, Alex Smith eventually, if not sooner than later. Uh, and, of course, the reason they'd want to do that is because they want to get a hold in front of Arizona, who also is interested, or at least rumored to be interested, in Patrick Mahomes. He would be a great fit with Bruce Arians. But, you know, Andy Reid being able to groom a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who, you know, all the scouts say he has all the physical tools. I mean, he can throw the ball a mile. I, I remember seeing a play, um, I, I can't remember who Texas Tech was playing against, but he's rolling out to his left, and – it's just one of those, he just kind of twists his body. He's a right-handed quarterback, flicks his wrist and throws a bomb 50 yards into the end zone to grant an open guy, but he's able to throw the ball that far. That's the kind of throw that, in the NFL, the only quarterback I can think of off the top of my head who certainly can make that throw is Aaron Rodgers, the guy who can twist his body and just flick his wrist and the ball goes 60 or 70 yards. I mean, even a guy like Cam Newton, who has an enormous arm strength, he can't flick his wrist and contort his body that way that quickly. It was an amazing throw, so... That's just an example of the physical ability that Patrick Mahomes has. He's a very competitive guy, but obviously, simply like these other quarterbacks, he's coming out of an air raid offense that doesn't necessarily translate to what Kansas City wants to do. I think it's a logical pick. I think if you have a coach like Andy Reid, you can, you can groom a guy like that into a valuable starter, if not a really good starter in this league. Um, and he can do a lot of the things that Alex Smith can. The knock on Alex Smith has been his inability to push the ball downfield, right? Well, mm -hmm. that's, like the, that's Patrick Mahomes' best quality. 
Uh, so, you know, that's, that's why it's such an intriguing option for them. And we've mentioned the defensive line depth in this draft class. The interior defensive line depth isn't as good, and I know that's an area Kansas City is looking at. So that's another option. If, if there's a guy that they really, really like in the interior defensive line, he's probably not going to be available for very long simply because there isn't a lot of depth. Uh, that's another direction that, to me, would make a lot of sense. But for all the other positions, if you want a pass rusher, if you want a linebacker, uh, even a cornerback, uh, I think you can wait a little bit later. Good stuff. Hey, Tad, appreciate your time. Looking forward to tonight. For people uh, interested, there's always tons of information out there. You guys do a great job. We've had Eric on the show uh, leading up to the draft here. We've had Vinny Iyer on the show multiple times throughout the years. Love your guys' NFL coverage at the Sporting News. Uh, what's the plan for this evening? What are you guys going to have going on? So you're going to want to follow Vinny because Vinny's going to be keeping up a live post. He's going to be re- reacting to every single pick. So follow Vinny Iyer on Twitter. He's going to be tweeting those out. Follow our Sporting News NFL account also. We will, of course, be tweeting out those picks. Uh, but if you want real quick analysis for every single pick, not only the picks, but I'm sure there will be several trades tonight, uh, we're going to have very quick immediate analysis from Vinny, who, as we all know, is smart of an NFL mind as, as you'll get in this industry. Uh, so that's where you'll want to be. Uh, I, there's really nowhere else to go. I mean, we'll have videos and all, and all kinds of stuff coming out, but it's all going to be in that hub. It's going to be a live post, and, and you'll want to follow that tonight. Looking forward to it. Hey, appreciate your time as always, Tad. Good catching up, and try to maybe uh, run you down next week and and, uh, figure out who did well and who did bad. How about that? Sounds good, Chad. Looking forward to it. Tad Aslip with the Sporting News with us here on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Good stuff out of him, as always. And we will have full reaction for you coming up tomorrow on everything going on with the NFL Draft. With that, we'll take the break, come back on the other side, put a cap on our number one as we roll through here. It's a Thursday edition, Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Don't miss the annual outdoor power sale at Ace, our biggest outdoor power sale of the season. Save big on mowers, blowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from the best brands like Craftsman and Toro, all under one roof. And as always, the help is free. Hurry into your local Ace now for huge savings during our biggest outdoor power sale of the year. 
Offers valid on select products through April 17th at participating stores. Includes instant savings offers for Ace Rewards members. See store for details. Here's the real scoop on your garden soil. Sometimes it needs a fresh start with the help of the Home Depot, where bags of miracle Grow garden soil are a special buy, four for just 10 bucks. It improves existing soil with nutrients plants need for strong roots, so they'll hit the ground running, starting with much better ground. Get a fresh take on spring with miracle Grow garden soil, four bags, 10 bucks, now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through April 30th while supplies last to us only limited per customer. 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700kbgg.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700kbgg.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoyne.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, back once again. Glad to have you with us here, Jimmy B and TC. On a Thursday afternoon, 515-264-1700. What do you want your teams to do? What, what do you want to happen? For me... I want to see the Bears do something they haven't done in a long time. In fact, I saw a little note today on Twitter. It was 35 years ago today. Let's go back in the Wayback Machine. 35 years ago, a two-year-old Trent Cotton was running around in New Haven. Let's see, two, we were living out at the house by the hardware store. Probably getting into all kinds of trouble. Probably getting hollered at by mom and dad. I was an only kid at the time. Didn't have the little sister to worry about. Oh, life was good. 1982, the Bears select Jim McMahon with the fifth pick in the 1982 draft 35 years ago today. I thought that was an interesting one. I want to see him to go back to the well. 
I want to see them try it one more time. They've had some first-round quarterbacks before. Cade McDowell, that didn't go very well. Give it another shot. I don't know. I'm, I'm at the point with the Bears organization where I'm almost bored. I'm not... I don't have the excitement about this team. I I can see what Ryan Pace is trying to do. Getting these guys that are flexible position-wise, speed, edge rushers, you know, these kind of things. The defensive backfield still has some huge question marks back there. They're building it. It's just it's come along slowly. Then you wonder what's happening at the quarterback position. Jordan Howard did a nice job as a rookie, and now they're talking about Another running back, I, I don't know. I would love to see Deshaun Watson. I would. Now, is there any assurances that it's going to work out well? Absolutely not. We know it's the NFL draft. There's no such thing as an assurance that a guy's going to be good. But that's just selfishly what I want to see. I want to see wheeling and dealing tonight. I want to see some moving parts. I want to see the trades. I want to see the things that leave you scratching your head. I want to see the Browns take Mitchell Trubisky. And you know what else I want? I want it to actually work. Feel bad for the Browns. That was my grandpa's team. My grandpa's team, and uh, they're kind of an adopted team for me. Always rooting for the Browns, and uh, there certainly hasn't been much to root for uh, in the 30 years since he has passed. He passed away, and then just a couple months later was the first AFC Championship game against the Denver Broncos. And uh, since then, I've never liked the Broncos. Always had a soft spot for the Browns, and it hasn't gone very well. We'll come back here. We got Ken Silverstein around the corner. We'll go to Cleveland, get the inside information from Ken. What in the world are the Browns going to do here? What is this late talk about Mitchell Trubisky? Is it real? Is it a smokescreen? We'll talk Cavs and we'll talk Big Ten. It's all to come here on Jimmy B and TC. Ken Silverstein, he joins us next. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You soon. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? 
Craft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Don't miss the annual outdoor power sale at Ace, our biggest outdoor power sale of the season. Save big on mowers, blowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from the best brands like Craftsman and Toro, all under one roof. And as always, the help is free. Hurry into your local Ace now for huge savings during our biggest outdoor power sale of the year. Offers valid on select products through April 17th at participating stores. Includes instant savings offers for Ace Rewards members. See store for details. This is Charles Osgood. Over 3 million businesses use Indeed.com for hiring. And independent research shows five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. By creating the easiest, most effective hiring experience, Indeed helps businesses find great new people every day. Right now, Indeed is giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your credit at Indeed.com slash offer. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Yeah, your toilet's definitely clogged, but I think I found the problem. Sir, is this your action figure? Yes. I sent him in to check out the pipes. As a small business owner, you've got enough to deal with. Let the experts at Progressive insure your business so you can focus on more important things. With over 30 commercial auto and business coverage options, we'll build a plan that's right for you. Um, I got something else. Are these toy cars? Had to send in backup. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com to get started. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 1700 KBGG Des Moines, a cumulus station. Big news, big talk, and big sports. 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG Des Moines, a cumulus station. I like it! Big news, big talk, and big sports. 1700 KBGG Des Moines. Accumulus Station, big news, big talk, and big sports. Sports flag. I'm Rich Ackerman. The NFL draft takes place tonight in Philadelphia, and every prospect looks like a potential Hall of Famer.